Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to another exciting episode of This Song Is Yours. I'm Simon Fink, your host, and I'm delighted to have you with us today for episode 309. In this episode, we've got a very special treat for you. We're chatting with the dynamic Australian dance pop duo Wigs, which is made up of the very talented Hannah Bryden and Zoe Hilditch. These two artists have been making waves with their fun and playful dance music that brings an element of escapism to the dance floor, all while showcasing their incredible pop songwriting sensibilities. Wigs is gearing up to release their brand new EP, Songs to Catwalk 2, next week on November 17th, and we couldn't be more excited to explore what this exciting project has in store for them. But before the magic of their forthcoming EP is released out into the world, we're sitting down with Hannah and Zoe to talk about how this new EP came to be. We discuss how they infuse their music with silliness without veering into parody territory, and we also get a glimpse into their previous festival appearances, the story of how Wigs came to be, and a sneak peek into what they have planned for the next year. Before we jump into the conversation, please make sure you subscribe to This Song Is Yours on your favourite podcast platform, and you can also stay updated with all our latest episodes by following us on social media. You'll find all the details within today's show notes for this episode. We also want to say a massive thank you to Marie from Island Music Australia for her help with today's episode. So, without any further ado, let's get into our conversation with Wigs. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Hannah Bryden and Zoe Hilditch. AKA Wigs, ladies. Hello, how are we? Woo! We're good. Doing well. Thank doing you well. Us. <laughs> My yeah. absolute pleasure. Thank you for um, uh, making some time for us. I know that at the moment I'm currently in the presence of both music and fashion geniuses. So I appreciate the fact <laughs> that you're able to join us on the podcast today. Um, congrats on this brand new upcoming EP, Songs to Catwalk To. How are you guys feeling about this um, coming out? Well, so I was thinking, is Zoe going to respond? Um, we're so excited. It's been like many, many years in the making without us knowing it. So for it to all have come into fruition um, and it's blending two of our favourite things, fashion and music. So we're so excited. Is that the same for yourself, Zoe? Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. It's so funny like when we do podcasts and we're like, who's going to say what? Because we usually just say like similar things. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, that's really spot on. Like, it's very exciting for us because it's very much like the whole theme of like fashion or just like catwalking was very much like the beginning of our friendship, which sounds funny to say. It's not like we like met on the runway. Like we one day were just kind of like vibing and then we just started catwalking randomly. Um, And it's, yeah, well, we, do you want me to explain it now? I'm sure you'll probably ask a question like 
later on regarding it. You're not wrong. It was going to be a little bit later on, but we're here now. Let's discuss catwalking and um, building friendships over the catwalk. Yeah, why not? Well, Hannah, you can, do you want to jump in or like what, when do you want to start? You go, you you tell, you say what you're going to say. Okay, so basically when Hannah and I first met, we like, we just, um, well, we've, fuck, sorry. How do we even explain it? So I've I've said it so many times. I want to like kind of change it up. I'm sure you can cut this out. Sorry. Um, so basically when Hannah and I met, we would just like kind of go out at night and one day we just started like catwalking and making everyone like move to the side. And it was just like this thing that we did. And later on, we realized that we should start making like um, an EP and we just started like writing songs about catwalking. It's all just like full circle. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Yeah. I don't know if I explained that very well. <laughs> no, I, I kind of get the, the, I guess, the original catalyst for it. Like the, the fact that you've, you've started this almost, I want to say, built on a vibe built on like a, a way of like a lifestyle, if you will. And then the music has come from that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. We literally have a song called lifestyle of supermodel. Um, so it's so funny. Exactly. See, there you go. It all plays into one another. Um, mm-hmm. I love the music of wigs. This EP is another fantastic example of that, but there seems to be something with the band that is kind of helping usher in this, um, this current movement of a number of exceptional Australian bands who make great pop music that is not taking the pop music itself too seriously. I want to know, I guess, to begin with, is that where some of the inspiration for this music stems from? I know we've obviously got an element of fashion with it that I do want to talk about later as well, but I guess that party aspect of it, is that where that kind of stems from? Well, lyrically, kind of have always been tongue-in-cheek without really having references I, I obviously that's always that's been a thing like we didn't invent that and um i just don't think we were like were consciously taking references from anyone um but one of our first songs a second song or something like that one of our first songs is called red hot pants and it's about a pair of pants and it's quite a serious song but it's literally about a pair of hot pants and that in itself is t- not taking it very seriously even though it's quite a serious song like it's about liking someone and the the chords are very like they have a lot of emotion in it so I feel like that was something that that was even before we were doing this EP that's not on the EP and that was written ages ago so I think we've always subconsciously just been silly and incorporated fashion in some way so um um, always have in the back of our minds had some sort of fashion and tongue-in-cheek vibe about us. But um, because we were still developing this project when we started, it wasn't like we had a solid idea of what this was when we started, which is why our music's changed a lot, in, like even in a year, which is so exciting to be able to put out a body of work after not really releasing music for a while and just be like, hey, this is like completely different to what you're used to and like you're going to have to get used to it. <laughs> I think one of the best things about wigs is the fact that you're able to balance that um, that tongue-in-cheekness with some seriously good music as well. I think that there's a very fine art to doing it well because sometimes people will overdo it and the comedy is too much and you're almost like a comedy band, if you will, mm. um, and I don't think wigs falls into that trap. I'm curious for, for both of you, maybe we'll start with um, Zoe. When you're creating or 
writing songs, how do you kind of find that balance? Um, well, I guess like some of the songs on the EP are very much like tongue in cheek. Like I definitely say the older songs that we've written and put in out, put out are uh, definitely have a lot more soul and emotion behind them. But if you look at the EP, like we've got Lifestyle of a Supermodel, which is primarily just like tongue in cheek and silly. And there is emotion, I guess, behind like when Hannah um, has her verse, like there's emotion behind that. But then I guess it's like when we wrote that, we were kind of being quite silly and having fun. But I don't, it's an interesting one. I feel like it's probably more of a channel of like, um, you know, it feels good to write music that sounds good for the soul. And like, we often like write the melodies together. Like we wrote the work melodies together, which is one of the songs. And um, I don't know how we find the balance. It just kind of naturally happens. Cause I think, you know, we all offer different things as well in the room and inject, it's just a feeling. I think it's more of a feeling thing. You just kind of feel how it, you know, you feel the balance. I also have Libra in my like um, chart. So I naturally, and James who produces also is a Libra. So we just, I feel it, we just all, it all naturally like levels out, I guess. I don't know. I think that, in terms of like comedy that. though, because I think in terms of comedy though, like you were kind of saying like, how do we balance it out by not being too like sticky or whatever? We, I guess like we aren't like comedians. Like we, we think we're funny, but I definitely don't think we would ever think like, let's do, well, let's try and make people laugh. Like that's not really what we're doing. We're trying to balance like being sexy with being a bit silly. I think it's more being silly, not being funny because mm. I think mm. we were like, oh, this maybe like last year we're like, this is very sexy. And like, we're, we are sexy, but we're also like not like our personalities are very silly and goofy. Um, and so I think that's how, that's why we kind of incorporated a bit more of a tongue in cheek, sexy vibe just to like balance it out. Like so I was saying, like mm-hmm. we needed more balance because we were like, this isn't really representing us. Whereas like being a bit cheeky, being a bit playful is definitely more of us, but we're definitely not trying to be like yeah. funny, yeah. And like also, weird owl okay. vibes. Sorry. And I was also just going to add to that, like um, we we're very inspired by like house music for this EP and house, you know, always has some like groovy emotional chords there. And I feel like that, you know, you can still have a party and have fun, but you're like, Ooh, like, you know, you're having a, an emotional time, I guess at the same time, cause it's just so good and it's so fun. Um, but yeah, pretty much what Hannah said, like, we're not trying to be like comedians. We're just, you know, expressing ourselves lyrically in a funny way. Cause it also adds to like, uh, our performance as well. Like we always, especially for this EP, intentionally wanted to like think about how we could perform it live. And yeah, we want to have be silly live, but also have a good time. 100%. Please let me clarify. There's definitely no Weird Al vibes from Wigs at all. Um, <laughs> more so, I guess, wanting to yeah clarify that um, the silliness and the, the fun nature of the band, which I think is what kind of exudes from that. I know that... Um, you mentioned obviously having the right image and making sure that it's portrayed as such. Uh, I know that you guys are obviously very hands-on with the project as well. I think, please correct me if I've got any of this wrong. I think you co-directed both music videos or all the music videos. Um, well, for all of the beginning ones, so like why Red Hot Pants, why Remix, like all of the ones that we've done apart from one, which was 
as French tips we've directed and edited and pretty much produced and filmed ourselves. Like we got people on board to help film it, but we'd always like take the lead. Um, but French Tips was the first time we like collaborated with Charles and Brianna, who are incredible um, filmmakers from Melbourne. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was really fun collaborating with them because I feel that like we were able to expand and get more help, and as a result, it's like just such a like it's like a it's like a movie. It's just so good. It's very um, it's definitely like looks a lot more high budget, and like we were able to like get a story across, which was pretty cool. Because both of you, please, again, correct me if I'm wrong, both of you have a background not just in music, I think in art, in graphic design, in I think in film as well. And so it kind of you're bringing like a number of worlds together for this week's project. Yeah, well, we met in film school. <laughs> yeah, we met in film school, yeah. And I guess like from studying film, it it's just such a big thing that you do end up kind of doing photography, doing graphic design, doing everything acting that literally involves all of those elements so yeah we met at film school and then yeah just ended up doing a bit of everything do you think that's where um i guess the cohesiveness of the image of the band kind of works hannah i'll I'll ask you first like is that where maybe all of these different things work together as one where you seem to have weeks come across as this project even if it's not fully formed the way that it can be perceived is that people recognize it as having all these different elements kind of being played and put in by the this, the same, not master, but the masters, I guess, for the two of yourselves. Yeah, well, I guess we're both coming together with our different styles and creative directing wigs, but I we both agree that like wigs isn't exactly the the project that, we would do separately. It's interesting coming together and knowing what Wigs is and doing something that's completely different from what we would both do. Not completely different, but just like something different. And so, yeah, definitely having that creative director mindset over a project. That's... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. different to what you would conjure up is yeah i don't know if that makes sense but yeah definitely we come together and we kind of diy it definitely started more diy um but we're definitely still on that diy vibe anyway because you know how the Mm -hmm. music industry is (laughs) (laughs) i look as someone who records edits produces does all of this for this podcast i can very much respect the hustle that must be going on behind the scenes for wigs so i appreciate that um 
I would love to know for both of you, Zoe, maybe we'll start with you, your introduction to making music or, or songwriting. Yeah, well, I guess it kind of goes like before that as well. Like I grew up with parents that were like really into like 90s, trip hop, like house, daft punky, like just I grew up with that kind of musical influence and I was always very intrigued and it always like really inspired my other art. And then I guess like it just, I always knew that I wanted to like be a musician or write music. I just hadn't, I played trumpet in primary school and then I started learning bass because I really wanted to like, I loved bass guitar and I just loved the sound and the feeling of it. So that's, I just kind of like followed that kind of pull because I remember like being on a, a bus and hearing this like crazy bass line and being like, oh my God, this is like wild. So then I kind of just followed that, that pull towards it. Um, and yeah, I guess like then I met Hannah and I remember being like, oh my God, we have to do this. Like finally someone that like wants to do it. And I remember like, and I would walk up to me at uni and be like, Zoe, because she was like a little bit nervous when we first became friends. And it was just like, was like cute to me that she would like sing my name when she was nervous. And I'm like, obviously she's a singer. Um, and so then I guess, yeah, it just happens. Like one day, like we just made it happen. And um, yeah, it's hard to like, there's not really a moment. It's always just been there, I guess. Um just being surrounded by it and then obviously then finding someone who's actually keen to be in a band and actually keen to like get it going because I feel like making music with other people is really really special and it's like you know you all feel it and you know push each other to do it um so yeah I guess that's kind of my take on it but get Hannah yeah well I I grew up like you know had garage band on the iPad and the computer at home so I always would be like in my room making like the shittest demos ever. But I always liked to sing. Like I in primary school was more confident to sing in front of people randomly. I feel like I got to high school and was like, oh, like I'm too cool for this, which I regret now because I think it's sick to be able to, it's so cool to be able to get up in front of people and like sing. Like to a bunch of people who were like, what the fuck? Like I couldn't do that. I think that's sick. And in, in primary school, I really embraced that. I would do like the talent shows and like I would sing like a cappella. Um, which is very brave and would have not been very fun to watch, but I loved it. But then like, yeah, didn't really like do much music in high school. Like I just secretly did it. Um, and then yeah, met Zoe and she was like, I really want to make a band. And I was like, oh, I never thought about making a band because I learned piano as a kid, but I, it's not as like cool and bandy you'd think as like playing guitar and stuff. So I guess in my head, I was like, I've never thought about being in a band. And that's also funny how Wigs did kind of start as a band, but now we're not really a band. We're a du a pop duo, but that's mm -hmm. just how we found our feet. Like, we're like, how do you start making music? You start a band and then you like release a song. So I think we just were on that journey of like figuring out how to make music. And we also didn't know how to literally like make a song. Like, I think we both had so many different ideas. And like I could, I was like, I know how to vaguely use GarageBand, but I can't help us. Mm -hmm. So then we ended up meeting by chance our producer, our longtime collaborator, um, James. And then we just started making random demos. And then we just released one one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love that. And well, I guess that's now why we're chatting about wigs here in 2023 in um, in November. Uh, 
your management was very kind enough to send along a copy of the EP, which is coming out next week. I wanted to talk. There was two songs that I like absolutely loved on this um, EP. One is already out that people can listen to. It's called Miniskirt. So um, I'll let people go and listen to that before the EP comes out next week. I was wondering if you would be able to talk to us about the track Freaky. Uh, the energy and chaotic kind of nature of that song, I absolutely loved. I was just wondering whether we could get a maybe an inspiration or the the catalyst of how that song started and and how it came to be. How did that song start? I feel like we just made it. No. Like, was that? That's actually. I remember. We I had, wait, hold on. I need a little discussion. Wait, do you want to go? I don't know. I actually wait. No, I think I have an idea. But what are you going to say, Hannah? I was just going to say, in my memory, we. Oh, because we, okay, so we made like a first draft of it. We always had the verse, I feel like the verse, the first verse we wrote first, which is a slave verse, like, light me up like a cigarette. Like, that was a great opening line. Um, So we really worked on that. And then we kind of had a part, I think it was, I think we just thought of the word freaky and it was going to be called freaky uh uh in brackets. Do you remember that? And then we yeah. kind of were like, wait, that's a really... No, there was another... I think there was another oh section. We're going to call it something else. Ice cold or something. It was going to be like for you. Ice, ice cold, uh-uh. It was always going to be like an uh-uh. And it was just so funny. We didn't we didn't keep that, but it's in the song. Like the uh-uh. But yeah, and then we wrote the chorus. We wrote that because... I'm like getting too excited. I think because you haven't spoken about this, but like, yeah, the verse was like more singing and then we're like, we need to write like a a talkie like Zoe came up with like we need come up with like a talkie chorus yeah. and then it is so stupid silly, not stupid but it's a very tongue-in-cheek silly song like mm-hmm. like if you read the lyrics you're like okay but I think it's so funny I can't even remember them now but it's like I'm acting freaky at the bar yeah. turn up the heat I know a place in the dark we can make it uh-uh <laughs> It's actually a cheeky song. It's such a cheeky song. Like the feeling of it's very cheeky. And what's even more cheeky about it is that our producer had actually written that track without top line, obviously, for someone else. And I remember he played it twice and Anna and I looked at each other and we're like, no, we want that. So then we took it off him and we're like, we need to. We stole it. Yeah, we literally stole it because it was a bit more of like a, like a, um, darker pop kind of vibe especially out of all the songs that we've got it's a bit darker and i think yeah. we were like it did we it did have a bit of a freaky energy and it's so funny because i remember around the time we wrote freaky so many people were saying freaky i remember it just kept popping up like our friend yeeha kept saying freaky to me and i was like what like um yeah that's crazy and i think also at that point when we were writing that we kind of knew that we wanted to do more songs where i wasn't playing bass so then we're like, we need to do yes. a talky chorus. So then we can like, and the R uh, uh, basically kind of like is so that we like had our night and like hump on stage. Cause we do this thing where we hump and we're like, we need to do it more than the, uh, yeah. uh, like, yeah. um, it's definitely yeah, our, se- it's our, like our sexy song. Like it's our, like, Ooh, I see you. Let's get freaky. <laughs> for some of the music of wigs. It's not really related to fashion art, but it's, sorry, you go, you go. I was just going to say, and that I feel coming from wigs is saying something in itself because I feel like there's an element of sexiness throughout some of the other songs as well. But I did interrupt. I apologize. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say it's literally, I don't think there's 
I don't think there's a line at all that relates to fashion, but it doesn't matter. It's a song that you can catwalk to and feel sexy to um, mm. and get freaky to. <laughs> and you can almost, like, see an outfit from the song. Like, you hear the song yeah. and you're like, oh, I know what that would look like. But, yeah, what would that look like, actually? I think that's my favourite track. It's definitely my favourite to perform. I can see that song being extremely popular at festivals, nightclubs, gigs, <laughs> anywhere it's being played. I see that song going off, so I'm very excited for people who are listening to this podcast to be able to listen to this track in a week's time. Um, I do want to ask about the live show and how it's all going. I know you've been playing some festivals, I think, in the last month or so. You've also got Spilt Milk coming up in the next month with um, with your mate Posty. Uh, are you excited for Spilt Milk oh, and, and the live show coming back? Oh, yeah. The live show has leveled up to 3,000%. It's so good. 3 million percent. Yeah, it's like way more high energy. It's fun. Like by the, you know, wait, what am I saying? I was going to say by halfway, like everyone's jumping and vibing. And yeah, we're really excited to play Spilt Milk because last time we played, we only got to play for like seven minutes or something like that because of high weather winds. So... We're very excited to play Spilt Milk. Yeah. I was going to ask what caused seven minutes, but I guess weather is unavoidable. Well, That's, no, it wasn't that. weather. Were you lying to protect them? <laughs> no, it, it literally they was set up weather. Our stage. They didn't set up our stage right. Okay, you don't have to include this, but it's literally they like also, they set up for a DJ. There's multiple reasons. There's was multiple reasons. So they set up for a DJ. Yeah, they didn't like, they pushed back. They cut off, like, so we were playing at, like, 1 p.m. They cut off everyone before us because it was starting at 12, 12.30. They cut off everyone and then pushed us back and said we could only play, like, a 15-minute set. And then, obviously, yeah, they didn't set up for it. Like, there was multiple things, like, but the biggest thing was the weather. And, like, even when we did play, no one was really there because no one was allowed in. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, also we could have, we found out we actually could have played for longer but no one was communicating from the sound desk to the stage obviously it wasn't meant to be but we actually had so much fun i remember looking back at the videos and being like it was really cute like there were some people there seven minutes in heaven and now we're gonna have (laughs) however long like half an hour i don't know how long i said (laughs) it that's very exciting and i'm very excited to hear and see how it goes to see some footage on um social media and and photos from people who are going to be there can we expect Possibly a um, some some shows around the country in support of the EP as well. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> we will we'll keep waiting and seeing and keep um, our eyes peeled for that. And when it is announced, yes. hopefully put something on the podcast socials to uh, help promote that uh, so that we're able to come see you guys play a show. Oh, thank you. Yay. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, we're so excited and we're really proud of this body of work. So stream it. 100%. All (laughs) links for the EP will be in the show notes of the podcast so people can go and stream it, follow you on socials. Anything Wigs related, they'll be able to access it. Um, We do usually ask our guests um, what they're listening to. Hannah and Zoe, Hannah, we'll go with you first. Um, What are you currently listening to at the moment on repeat? I'm randomly, not randomly actually because she's iconic, but I've been listening to a few like random songs, but just one. It is All Good Things in Brackets Come to an End, Nelly Furtado. <laughs> oh, yeah. Classic. It's on repeat. 
very, very solid choice. Zoe, what about yourself? <laughs> um, I've been recently listening to Porter's Head again. I feel like I grew up listening to that album Dummy. Um, and I just rediscovered it again, like, and like, I'm loving it. And it's very in- inspirational. Um, and then I'm also listening to Earth Ida. Her new album is a 10 out of 10. Um, yeah, there's quite a bit. There's another artist I kind of like, no one knows about her and I'm kind of like gatekeeping her, but yeah, I don't know if that's like literally annoying, but I'm going to gatekeep her (laughs) because she's my favorite. (laughs) There's also a really good album called, um, what's it called again? Um, Disco Drunk Arts. And I feel like I grew like in high school, I listened to them a lot and then I never told anyone about them and I'm like, everyone needs to know about them. And I feel like they, like that album, I think it's literally just a self-titled album, but I feel like it's inspired Wigs a bit. There's a song called Cuckoo and it's very like kooky and like gibberish. And I feel like it's a really, it's a really, it's a banger. It's a banger. Um, Should listen to it. That is awesome. I'm going to check that out after we um, wrap things up this afternoon. I do very much appreciate though, as I said, at the top of this episode, to be in the presence of fashion and music greatness, that is Wigs. So Hannah and Zoe, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast and congrats on the brand new EP. It is called Songs to Catwalk 2. It's out next week. But thank you again for coming on. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Um, It's been really fun. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.